Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and GunTech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. You know, I said welcome back. This this is the uh, this is the first segment, so welcome to Arms Room Radio. When I talk to you about 15 minutes from now, then I'll welcome you back. I guess I could welcome you back from last week, right? I, yeah, I guess, that would I work. Could. could have been listening to Static the entire time. That, yeah, that's, yeah, for the whole time. The the entire week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's kind of like I do at home. Uh, hey, my name is Mike. <laughs> I will be your guide for the next two hours, so, uh, so stick around. I did around. not say that. I endorse no such thing. I endorse no such thing. Uh, hey, before we get started, let me introduce my fellow patriots sitting around the room with me today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Good to be back from last week. From last week. From last week. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna have to at some point, and we say this every week, edit that. Version. Yeah. Edit that song Good so luck. we can play more than ten seconds of it. More. Good you know what? We can't even play ten seconds. What's that? A, what's that? A five-second segment? Hit. Drop that again. Let's see. Let's let's count this. Talk to corporate. Lead a workshop. Five birthdays. seconds up. Yeah. Um, five. Six. 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 Yeah. All right. Six, well, six seconds. There we go. There we go. On my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. You're looking pretty spry today. I uh, I had an adrenaline rush riding the Ducati into uh, the show today. Somebody norm- somebody tried to hit you? Somebody mm-hmm. almost hit you? No, I tried to do the whole thing on one wheel. On one wheel. Show and this is not off. a Ducati unicycle. I want to make sure, you know, you're a unimotorcycle. <laughs> well, sure it looked like it when I came across the parking lot, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, now you, you it's harder to turn. A, you heard something about a new motorcycle. Not that I'm trying to get into a motorcycle talk show here, but I you did. heard something. About... I heard about an electric motorcycle. Right. It will go 200 miles on a single charge at 90 miles an hour, but they avoided a couple of questions that I'm still trying to get the answer to, which right. is how heavy is the rider? Yeah. Right. Right. It's, yeah. it's a seven-year-old girl. Right. You know, something it's, like it's, that. It's, right. Uh, how much are replacement batteries? Right. And how many times can they be recharged? And, and, and what's I, what's the recharge time? Uh, well, I don't have answers yeah. to those questions yeah. yet. Yeah. So if but it's a full-size bike, so right. I'm I'm very 
can you charge it off a DC source? Can you right. use a solar charger? Because I know some prepper boys that'll lose their minds over that oh, thing. Yeah. Just wear a solar helmet. And just <laughs> be going. Yeah, it's just yeah. a big solar backpack yeah. with a window. It looks like a sail behind them. What's what, that? I'm charging my bike. What was the first question I asked you when you told me about the bike? Uh, what noise does it yeah, make? What's it what sound, sound like? <laughs> and, and I went. I think it sounds like. <sighs> yeah. And he went. Nope. No, no. Nope. Listen, if it's like some sort of, you know, if it sounds like uh, something from the Jetsons, no, I'm out. I'm out. But if it, you know, silent goes, I'd go with silent mode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard of uh, bikes being made up in drag racing and they're so quiet, the riders are trash talking each other as they're running down the quarter mile. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, I didn't realize that. They got, to, they got the, in the drag racing, they got them out there doing that. Yeah. I don't know if it's a full competition or if they just, somebody brings one out every now and then for R&D purposes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, the upside of an electric motor is there's no rev up time. It's oh, it, bang, yeah, you're it's there. On, on, yeah. <laughs> you're there. It's got monstrous so amounts if, of if torque. You're, if you're gonna if you're gonna drag race, right? An electric engine's not a bad plan. Right. It's not yep. a bad plan. Yeah, unless you got a bad charge. If you got a bad charge, you know, how many times <laughs> did you plug it in? Did you wait till you know it was drained all the way down before you plugged it back in? Does that battery have a memory now? And you got you got to go all that. You know, is, is there a kink in the cable? You know, because, you know, if I know Those my wife, Those kind of problems gonna, don't happen with these kind of guys. Yeah, my wife's going to pull the by the cable. She's not going to pull the plug out. She's going to pull the cable out, you know, and you're going to bend it. And... Yeah, I know. I, I've seen some of your iPhone plugs. They look like they're chewed how, on. How did they get stretched? How do you <laughs> stretch like an on. iPhone plug? I keep saying, hey. listen, the, the purpose of the cable is not to find your phone and bring it to you. you know, it's, <laughs> Just drag it's, it in. Isn't that how you do with an anchor? Just start pulling on the <laughs> rope and eventually... Wayne iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, craziness, craziness. Uh, hey, listen, before we get too deep into the program, don't forget you could be listening to us live on the Internet if you want to. You go to armsroomradio.com. That's armsroomradio.com. And you can uh, you can hear us from the 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays Eastern Time. That's, that's where we are right now. We're in Saturdays Eastern Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Or you can catch us on uh, other stations. When you go to armsroomradio.com, you can see where to link to us and the other markets and the other stations we're on on. So hello to, uh, let's, let's, let's go around the room. Let's say hello to Seattle. Hello to uh, Tacoma. Hello to uh, Delaware, to Georgia, Glencoe, Atlanta, to Lubbock, Texas, to Brunswick, Brunswick, Georgia. Yeah, I think you forgot uh, Olympia. Yep. Olympia. Colorado uh, Springs. Colorado Springs, uh, Indianapolis. Uh, where else are we talking? Oh, Florida. I got to figure out all our friends in Florida. You oh, know, yeah. Up and up oh, and yeah. down Florida. Uh, uh, Vero Beach, Vero, uh, Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Panama City, uh, everywhere, lots of places, all, all, all over the place, all over the place. So, so uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. If you're listening to us on the internet, and and, you, and you're in a town where you want to hear us on the real on the regular radio waves, the airwaves, you know, as as God intended radio to come to you through the air naturally. on the stick, on the stick. Uh, just you know, let us know. Drop us a line. Drop us a line, and that's all there right there. Also on the old armsroomradio.com. If, uh, if if I recall, yes, it is. Um, they're 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 very they're very good. Um, Earl, they, there's on there they can reach us. What are the different methods they can they can check us out on the Facebook? Yes. What's the Facebook one? The Facebook Facebook.com/slash Armsroom Radio. Armsroom Radio. They can do us on the emails there. They got the emails addresses and everything. Yes. They can hit us. Radio um, at Armsroom.com. All of the uh, all of the twitters you can get us on the on the as, twitters as, as long well. as you're not banned. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no. Well, not this week. I, I've been. I had a. I had a good. Uh, a good bout back and forth with the with the anti-constitutional, anti-American, anti-gunner last week. But um, I, I, I a little bit off. A little bit off topic. But you know, we're talking about Twitter. So uh, um, I saw this. And you one. were talking about guns with the Twitter. I, 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 I don't know if you guys saw this one uh, as much as you 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 follow the Twitters. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
Have you yes. seen this one? Okay. Yes. All right, Kevin, I don't know if Kevin's seen this one, so let me hold on. Let me break this one to Kevin. At KFC. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not not the other one. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know, not the other one. The Kentucky what? Fried Chicken. Yeah. Um, you yeah. don't have to explain too much to Kevin. How do you think the colonel learned how to dress that way? That's true. That's that's very true. Gently. That's very true. Young neophyte. <laughs> Gently. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken, founded by the colonel, practitioners of the hard way, purveyors of the best world chicken. Now, they've had something, and I'm looking at their stats right here. They've put out... 33.4,000 tweets. So they've got over 33,000 tweets, 33,400 okay. tweets. They have 1.23 million followers. Okay. Kevin, guess how many people they're following? Guess how many people KFC follows? I don't know. How many? They follow They follow 11, and that's five of the Spice Girls and six guys named Herb. 11 they follow 11 spices. spices. Yeah. <laughs> that's all KFC has for followers. That's, what for they, that's all they need. Yeah, that's, that's what they founded their business they, on. They follow 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well played, KFC. Very, well very, played. Very, very nicely done. <laughs> uh, hey, we got uh, we got some great program coming up for you today. Uh, I, I don't think Major Bill is going to be with us later on in the program. He called me on the way in. They've got some... Uh, some incidents they're handling, so he's, he's taking care of that. We will have Dr. John Adine in the program, and then we have Mr. Brian Hill from The Complete Combatant who will be joining us later this hour. So stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll be back after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% it's off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming Thank to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the program. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the Glock lookalike, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and then the new pocket pistol. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Mike? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. I, go, I ahead. Use, go ahead. I use mine to get reps in during the commercials. You do. I know yeah. you do. I know you do. This is, a, this is the most secure, I would say, the most secure <laughs> radio studio in all <laughs> of radio. I'm well, a, I don't know if it's secure. Well, but well most well-protected? Most well-defended? Well well, defended, yeah. <laughs> most well-offended? Uh, it. Well, well we, I don't we, know if we, we offend that much, but well, you do wear you're wearing new deodorant. I am wearing so, new deodorant. So I am wearing not, new deodorant. I'm not so, sure and, if it's. And uh, we're appreciative of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure uh-huh. if it's uh, effectiveness. So we might we might become the most offensive studio here shortly. <laughs> and uh, listen, when they start pumping out the old uh, smello radio, you know, then uh, then, then we're in, you're in for a you're in for a treat, folks, a real treat. Stinkovision. Stinkovision. Yeah. Just scratch the screen. Get right up in there. Get right up in there. 
nope. no, I, no, 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 no. I, All right. There's no uh-huh. time in my life where I'm going to need a television set that issues forth an aroma. An aroma. Yeah, you could take care of that on your own for the most part. I can just remember. Remember what it used to smell like? Yeah, remember yeah, what you saw. Uh, hey, let's uh, talk about a story out of Chicago, but it's not the normal story you would think about in Chicago. You know, the normal story out of Chicago is 57 killed last month again in Chicago or, you know, 762 killed last year in Chicago. No, 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 last night. Yeah, not last night. No, no, last <laughs> night would only be like six. You know, oh, like, come only on, six. Come on, it's only six. You know, six. on a weekend, it's 9, 12, 14, 15. They do get a lot of the killings in on the weekends up there in Chicago. Like they're saving up. You know, you're like you got to go to work during the week. You listen, you got to. You tend to think. Yeah. You can't. You can't listen. You can't. Uh, you got to do regular gangbang duties during the day. You know, for the gangbangers, they got to go out there and do the the you know the selling the drugs and the uh, you know and and the uh, you know running the crime and doing the thieving. I think they save the killings for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Figure they can knock all that out. I I think I can hear that conversation. Like, listen, I got a thing I got to go do right now. But you wait till a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be back. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Dub bears. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, out of Chicago, this is research by the University of Illinois. Professor, he has revealed a surprising trend about mass murder in the United States. Obviously, mass murder is focus focus right now after having uh, Las Vegas, uh, you know, out at the Mandalay and the concert out there uh, last month. And then, of course, uh, Pulse uh, just over a year ago, mm-hmm. the Pulse shooting in, uh, in, uh, in Orlando. Right. Uh, Contrary to what you might think, mass murders are not on the rise. Okay, now let me go back. This is a study by a professor in the University of Illinois there in Chicago, and he first comes out and says mass murders are not on the rise. So immediately I think the uh, the opposition is saying, no, this can't be right. This, well, is, this is wrong. He is a, he is a uh, computer science professor, so I tend to think he's just looking at the raw data. Correct. He's, mm-hmm. he's not looking at emotion. He's not looking right, at uh, right. you know hyperbole. He's not looking at conjecture. He's looking at da- uh, the, 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 the raw data. Um, hyperbole and the, and the raw data. Raw data. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, uh, there's some, Thank you, Mr. There's, Bush. There, no, hold on. There's, I, I, I make fun of the way President Bush said it. it's hyperbole. I, oh, I, 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 well, that's I, the that sad thing is I knew exactly I what you meant. <laughs> I knew exactly. I use strategy now. <laughs> yeah, I use it in conversation. I, I'm <laughs> glad you pointed that out because now people are going. <laughs> what do you did think? Did you just say hyperbole? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't hyperbole. remember that game. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where they all use amp. <laughs> oh, uh, man, you, you no, do that good. all the time. But the scary thing is, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, what's the other one? He used? Ridiculousness <laughs> was the other one he used to say. What do you think the symbology is of that? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, let's get over the hyperbole and conjecture. Uh, he's just looking at the raw data. <laughs> just can't stop yourself, oh, can you? No, now no. he's tickled himself. He uh, can't talk. No. Uh-huh. This is according to science professor Sheldon. Now, first off, if you're going to have a professor <laughs> named Sheldon, you know the guy's smart. I mean, we know that. If we know anything oh, from television gosh. in the past couple of years, we know that if you're a scientist and your name is Sheldon, you you know things. You have insight. String theory, for instance. Which has been proven to not be accurate. But don't tell anybody because they still want the grant money. Yeah, no. I don't know how, how closely you follow the program we're talking about. Anyway, Professor Johnson, Sheldon Johnson, Jacobson, Jacobson said, there were 323 such killings in which four or more people are killed in one incident between January 2006 and October 2016. The mass killings appeared to be evenly distributed over that time meaning their rate remained stable over the past decade and did not spike during any particular season or year. 
Kevin, we, we've talked about this several times. We bring this up on the air. The normal way that the uh, every town, the crazy moms, the uh, the Mother Jones, that they come, they gather their data for mass shootings. They they count the number of times it's appeared in a news story, right? And that counts as one. So if you Google uh, Oregon Community College shooting, and it comes up. 43 times on the front page from, you know, from all the different news services. How many times did they count it? 43. Yeah, 43 times. Yeah. That's 43 mass shootings. Right. But again, if, you, if you're if you a statistician, right. if you shoot three people, run away, shoot three more people, run away, shoot three more people, run away, shoot three more people, run away, you keep doing that for a week, it's not a mass shooting because it has to be four. Right, yeah, yeah. Because that's the, that's the FBI's rule. So it has to be four at the same place. At the same time, the the other way that uh, that they, they they do this and it's crazy is the the, mur- the murder suicides when when you see those out there. Listen, and of course, any any tr- loss of life is, is is a tragedy, but this is the domestic violence. They come into the house and they uh, uh, they they take out the, the the spouse, the cheating spouse. They take out the uh, the the person that they're cheating with. Mm-hmm. Um, then they go outside and the police come and they they shoot at one of the neighbors and then they shoot themselves and you get you know three killed, four injured, whatever it is. They the opposition calls that a mass shooting. That's a domestic violence incident. That's not a workplace violence. That's not a mass shooting. That's not, I'm just going to kill random people. Right. That just happens to be someone that killed three new people. You know, the, the, the murder-suicide killed their whole family kind of thing? Right, right. They're counting that as the mass shootings under, under those guidelines. Uh, the data doesn't lie. The rate of these events just is not increasing as the perception is given in the media. This is just what it is, he said. Professor used a decade's worth of data from USA Today that was cross-checked by the FBI. And that's that's important because, as we all know, you mm-hmm. get this opposition and they come out there. Well, we got the data, just like Kevin said. They just start grabbing and grabbing and grabbing and going forth with oh, it. Yeah. This is this is verified data. I was cross-checked by the FBI. He said his analysis also found public shooting sprees like the Las Vegas massacre are not the most common type of mass killing. Family mass killings are over, over three times more likely to occur than a public killing. So what we just saw in Vegas is actually not the most common type of mass killing. We just talked about right. family yeah, type of killings. Domestic violence would right. easily be the family. That right, and as long about. as you're not in a family where uh, you know you, you have uh, somebody that's gone off the deep end and is going to take out the family, you know, listen, is it possible with any family? I, I Sure, I guess it is, and you can't predict when... I guess uh, you know you get you get the snap going, and, and some people said if the, you don't have to talk about chemical dependency or or stress or whatever the other uh, you know the factors are, you can't uh, predict that all the time. But it's one of those you know if you, I'm walking down the street, I'm not going to be mass killed, you know, right. for the most part. This is this is the kind of thing that happens in that family or their domestic violence situation. Guns are the weapon used in 75% of the killings, ahead of knives and arson. Uh, Jacobson said the research, which is being published in the Journal Violence and Victims, so as you can't predict a mass murder based on information from an earlier one. What's that sound like, Kevin? I don't know. What does it sound like to you, Michael? Perhaps a little bit like the theory of background checks? Yeah. Well, you know, if you can analyze someone's previous behavior, it's an indicator of their future behavior unless they never had any previous behavior. Didn't they make a movie about that? Yeah, Future Crimes. The uh, the Minority Report. Minority Report. There you go. Um, Professor Jacobson said... Because they're so unpredictable, the best way to prepare for something like that is not to station police officers in all public places, 
but to train them really well in rapid response. Well, that's that's nice, but you know, presence is just as important as response. So yeah, yeah stick stick to the data, mm-hmm. you know, not the theory. Yeah, but uh, but we appreciate you, you getting the data out there. So yeah, that's um, we we kind of knew this, kind of going in, and but you know, to have this come out of Chicago, rather ironic, uh, you know, that that it comes out but, of that. But our area. understanding is intuitive, not statistical. Now we can prove our impression well i think we did know some statistics thanks to uh you know like john lott and his and, and the second amendment foundation and everything else I, that are they're, they're like, good friends it, put it out. looked like a dog staring at a radio when i talked to that guy <laughs> <laughs> well john's a pretty smart guy <laughs> so um hey listen to arms room radio coming to you live from the caltech studios stick around we're gonna have mr brian hill from the complete combatant when we get back Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C usa.com welcome back to arms room radio we're coming to you live from the keltech studios hey this is the gun tech usa segment of the program hey i know i tell you every week how i sit and i have a conversation with everybody out at gun tech all our good friends the bosses and uh, the employees and everybody out there they really are good friends and we, we know we've known them for years now and uh, Cherish their friendship, and I always look forward to uh, the week when I get to have a conversation and sit down with them. It didn't didn't happen this week. It just uh, a couple of phone calls back and forth, a couple of text messages. It uh, never happened. I got no I got no update other than uh, what we told you last week. We've they've got some great new products coming out, some great new rails. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'll say yeah. they're, they're not taking your calls because you blew the obsec last week. Oh, on the secret rail, yeah, we weren't supposed to tell anybody about exactly. Yeah, I guess they're not telling you nothing. They got they got people pounding on the door there, knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. I no, I just I talked to them, so you know, they were like, 
you're going to get one for free, but we're not talk, letting him talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, we, great rail. The the one we had was the air the air weight airlock rail. I, you mm-hmm. know, we you know what we didn't do. We didn't mention who the winner was. We didn't mention who the winner was. I guess we should. <laughs> should we do that? Should we not do that? Well, I think it'd be nice. We, we should um, do. I'm trying to think of how. How, how we, we should, should let do. them know? Yeah. Well, we've already, we've already let the winner know, but let everybody well, know that the winner. Yeah, because if we let the if we let if we put the winner's name out there, won't people start pounding on the door? His door. The, yeah, exactly right. Or her yeah. door. We wouldn't want to do that to Wild Billy Condon, no matter what. <laughs> we wouldn't do that to Billy Condon, uh, winner of the 15-inch airweight rail. Sorry, dude. Like Russ. So Billy Condon, uh, we apologize. At, and <laughs> cell phone <laughs> yeah, number. Right. Yeah. Like I said, telephone, telegraph. Well, tell Mike. Listen, you know the the, the unfortunate part for uh, for for Billy there is that uh, he's in California. So this is the only component of the AR he can have. You know, oh, that's not yeah, true. Yeah. He can, the, the rest rail. of it can be wood. <laughs> that's true. You can, have a wooden, you can have a wooden AR in California. It's a so. training platform for how they'll carry that much weight. It's a Pugel yeah. AR. It's a Pugel <laughs> AR. You could use it to, for, for pummeling. Uh, hey, uh, listen, on the line, uh, we could get right to him. We, we've been wasting too much time right here talking about Billy Condon. So good old Billy. Uh Let's get let's get to it. We have on the line Mr. Mr. Brian Hill. Brian is with the complete combatant out of Marietta, Georgia. Uh, Brian, let me let me bring you right in here. Let's say hello, and then we're going to start talking about uh, the organization and, uh, and and what's going on up there. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, it's uh, you're just uh, Marietta, just right outside of Metro Atlanta. There, correct? That's correct. We're about 30 miles uh, north of it. Tell tell me about the complete combatant. Tell me about the uh, the, the the program. Tell me about the training. Tell me about how you got started. Uh, let's let's go there a little bit, and uh, you know we'll spend a couple minutes uh, talking talking and getting everybody familiar with who you are. Oh boy, my favorite subject. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could listen. All I right. could go there right now. You listen. Let's let's be clear now, Billy or Billy uh, Brian. Now you did not coach the Orlando Magic at any point in your life, have you? I have not. Okay, not okay. that Brian okay, Hill. Okay, so, Brian so, Hill. so we don't have to hang up. Yes, we're good. We're good. Um, uh, uh, Brian, this is this is a combination. You've been doing martial arts up there. You, you've been doing the uh, the combatives, the firearms uh, techniques, the martial arts, the fitness, all all put together into into what you've uh, uh, developed it into up there now. Currently, that's correct. Uh, I've spent the last I'm 52 years old, and I've been training martial arts for 40 years. Wow. And uh, I've been a lifelong shooter. I'm an instructor graduate from the Range Master Program. I'm also a, a graduate from the Law of Self-Defense as an instructor graduate, uh, medical training. And what we try to do is offer a complete program that starts from the first signs of danger all the way to how to deal with different things as far as lethal and non-lethal threats, how to make a 911 call, how to interact with the police, and what your legal implications would be after you do all this. Yeah, nobody on this that's ever listened to the show would ever think that that would be a subject I think would be interesting. No. <laughs> Kevin, we're talking about not Brian you. here, not you. Come on, what are we doing? What are you trying to take from Brian now? <laughs> I'm not trying to take from Brian. I'm endorsing his philosophy. Oh, okay. There we you go. See, I'm older than him, and I've been thinking about it longer. You have been about a hundred years longer, from from my understanding. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Brian, the basic program, the basic, uh, the basic intro, where you say we we start from level one. We start from. Can can this be the person that just had the epiphany? You know what? I, I I'm not protecting myself. I don't even have a firearm. I've I've never thought about this. Can those people walk in your door and and you have a course for them? Yeah, I do a proactive mindset course, which actually is just teaching you how to think about danger in advance, uh, make some pre-need decision-making, 
and understand how violent criminal actors behave and what their rules are of engagement and how you would actually uh, make sure that you're deselected. I think the majority of coursework really should be that to start with first. And this is a great bridge for people who have never done combatives, they've never carried a gun, they've never thought about violence, but they were really starting to get concerned about their own safety or their family's safety. And we give them some actionable tips and they'd go through some drills and they really learn how to do it. And we've had a very high success rate with people uh, calling back and saying, hey, what a great job. This has made such a difference in my life, being a little more aware. So. And, and listen, some of these benefits, and we've talked about them here, and I'm sure we'll talk about it to you when we start getting into the uh, uh, the theory here. Gun-free yeah. zones. We, we can't we can't get away from them. You're there in Georgia. Luckily, Georgia's trying to do everything they can to get rid of these gun-free zones. Some people in other states are not as fortunate. In some places, in some states, are just completely a gun-free zone. These are You're teaching things there that you can do for defense and awareness uh, without firearms as well. Correct. You know, the mindset and your tactics and strategy are really more important than the tools at the end of the day. And if you can actually begin to develop that side and think about, all right, I may be in a situation where I may be unarmed or I may not be able to do what I want to do, or maybe it's simply not uh, not conducive to the environment or a threat doesn't warrant it, what other abilities do I have? What other strengths and skills can I bring to the table? And uh, we really try to build thinking fighters um, so that they understand that, uh, you know, their mental preparation is going to be really important. Get in a little bit of shape doesn't hurt either. No, absolutely. uh, (laughs) You know, it, it gives you a great chance in all situations and probably the ability to do that and carry yourself will deselect you from being chosen anyway. And body language has a lot to do with the, the fact that I can't seem to get anybody to rob me when I'm using an ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin makes it funny because he would never try to lure somebody in. For, Not for me. No, no, I would never dress in plaid shorts and a pink polo pullover and Sperry Docksiders oh, and go to the me. worst part of town and try to use the ATM machine at 3 o'clock in the morning and have them go, do you smell lion? I think I'm going to leave. I don't know what it is. You mean Thursday's outfits? Yeah, Thursday's. Thursday's outfits. Thursday's okay, outfits. yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um <laughs> Yeah, but but that's exactly right. Now, listen, I'm sure that's that's something you're talking about uh, up there. You're teaching up there at, at your at your classes. We 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 call it the you know the what if game. It's always looking around and always trying to play it through your head. And I know you've got probably something a little more professional that you that you call it than the what if game than than we do. That's a great name though. Doesn't matter if it works for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly right. The, the proactive mindset. Yeah, I believe is what Brian refers right, to. Right, exactly. Yeah, we call it well, what if fighter you know, ready. We sound, yeah. we mm-hmm. you know we we sound like we're making you know mud pies for lunch. You know? <laughs> what <laughs> if the what if game? Yeah, <laughs> mm, mud pies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, now see he's getting he's, uh-huh. he's, now he's just we're dragging him down to our level. Yeah. No, no, no. In yeah. Georgia, mud pie is a very specific <laughs> dish, buddy. Well, I um, caught outside last week and I ate a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh. You've got a you got a big class coming up. What in two weeks? Yes, yes. T- uh, tell us April about the big I... class in two weeks. Yeah, we're doing a class with William April. If uh, you don't know who he is, you should know who he is. Uh, he is the only one doing real work on violent criminal actors and uh, their behaviors and the rules that they work underneath and the things that you should know. Um, he is a great shooter, uh, former law enforcement background, and also a psychologist that works with these people on a daily basis. And uh, he has a deep understanding of what goes on in the criminal's mind and how it works. And I think the first uh, tenet is know your enemy. And you need to know how these people think because they think entirely different and they work on a different set of rules than normal people do, the kind people do. 
so he's going to come in and teach that, and I'm going to give them some actionable drills that they can work on, and we're going to talk about how people act under stress, how normal people act, uh, give them some verbal agility, teach them how to actually kind of do a, a protective service detail for themselves and think about how they could keep themselves out of these situations and what would lead them to get into these situations. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting class. We're very excited to have William out. Is that a, a one, one-and-a-half or two-day course? That's a two-day course. Uh, he'll be doing the morning stuff, and then I'll be doing the afternoon stuff after everybody gets fat and happy. Guess what we're going to do? What? You're going to get fat and happy? <laughs> I'm in. Uh, er? <laughs> yeah. Is that happier. an er, er question? Happy, yeah, I meant the happier part. Yeah. Uh, um, Nothing like a bunch of carbs and combatives, right? That's, That's it. Right. Exactly oh, right. Well, you yeah. know, you got a carb load. You know, you got a carb load. It's like running a marathon. Can I ground fight and nap? Does that work? Because that's what <laughs> I'm not allowed to, to sleep and punch at the yeah. same time. Brian, stick around for another another couple of minutes with you, uh, if we could. Well, we can do another segment. Uh, we want to we want to ask you some more questions. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We will see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we uh, we are joined on the line by a friend from the Complete Combatant, Mr. Brian Hill. Uh, Brian, now we I wanted to ask you a couple of couple of questions before we we get too much further into some theory, into you know some into our own what if game. What what other classes besides the Complete Combatant do you guys have up there at your facility? Uh, we do a uh, triad training, which is proactive mindset, the Complete Combatant and Live Fire course. We have a Fighter Ready course, which is actually combatives and an assessment of live fire from awkward and improper positions of shooting Ooh, uh, people aren't like used to. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting, and I just taught that last weekend. And then we do uh, we have uh, several different people that we host that come in through the year that teach medical, legal, and uh, firearms training. So we stay really busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Now, listen, I know I know you're at, you're there in uh, I said Marietta, Georgia, you know, which is great for all of our affiliates there in the southeast. But this is not just people that you've got, you know, you're not just training all of Atlanta and all of Marietta, Georgia. You've got people coming from around around the country and even international to attend these courses. We sure do. And I travel a little bit. I'm in Birmingham right now teaching a class. So we do a little bit of traveling going to Florida next year and a couple other places. So uh, people come to us from all over and we've got a great gym, a great facility so people can practice in safety. Um, you know, when they need to fall down or need to learn a new combative move, we've got the equipment and the gear to help them through it. So it's really nice. It it it, it has good. I can't wait to get there uh, again. You know, so I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to being to being uh, back up there for another course. Now, you, the course coming up, the Complete Combatant, and one of the reasons we keep coming back to Complete Combatant is because uh, you've uh, you have graciously you, you have graciously that's the word. Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. Go ahead. He, he's graciously agreed to donate a slot in this course to a listener. To be one, I guess is the word. It's it's going to be given away to a listener who can get themselves to the class. Right. We are not providing well, you a yeah, ride, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 un- sure. unless of course uh, you you're buying the beer, and yeah, then yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably drive them up there. But that's right. Um, that's right. Yes, you know, I'm not going to be doing anything that weekend. Right. Uh, except becoming a new grandfather, so I'm right. sure there won't be any reason for me to be in town. Nah. Right. Um, right. Great, great. Which is why I'm you're, not going to sure be at the class. Great. You're going to be a great, great, great grandfather, Kevin. I'm, I'm sure gonna, you I'm going to, yes, I will be. I will be. I won't be as good as Earl's. No, no. But I'll, no. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> yeah. good. Right, right, Jeez. right. Sorry, Brian. These two, you know what? Who's shiny? And they're gone. They're just gone. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of different things that you go over at, in, in the Complete Combatant. Um, and I'm just going down the list. You got verbal challenges, uh, frames and blocks, non lethal force, lethal force, the low light drills. 
which is which is incredible. I, Earl is Earl always shows me up on that. He <laughs> yeah. he carries the flashlight on him, two flashlights on him he, most of the time. He looks like the sun when something goes wrong. At three. Oh, three, three flashlights. flashlights. Either yeah. three flashlights or he wants a lo- he wants more drink. <laughs> no, no, three. three, three here. Take your pick. Or it's a Boy Scout salute. I'm not sure which. I'm, I'm good with either. Um, <laughs> medical care. We're gonna actually be talking about some medical care with uh, with uh, Doctor Doctor John later in the program. Interaction with the police, as you talked about, and then. Uh, 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 as as well as entangled fighting, you're going to go into now. When when you have this course coming, and, and what's I can't, you're Brian, I, I don't have any experience, or or Brian, I've I've already gone through a other kind of course. I, I don't can, own a gun. Yeah, could different <laughs> skill levels and different different uh, different uh, you know uh, equipment that that they already own. It, can they walk into this class class and still get you know training value out of it? You know, one of the unique things we do with this is, um, of course, we have some loaner equipment for somebody who's never done it and wants to do it. But uh, we've set it up with uh, a whole series of uh, disablers where we can actually use your own equipment and see if it handles the stress of actual combat, if you're able to actually get to it in a position um, that may not be the normal shooting range position, uh, if it falls out when you're upside down, um, right. if it's yeah, actually right. effective. Right. If you can make a good draw without without entangling yourself in your own clothes, um, it's a stress test for actually gear and people, and it's a really interesting thing for that. Um, new people are great; they're the easiest ones to train. Uh, they don't have any experience, yeah. and uh, yeah. no bad William habits. Said, yeah, yeah. William April said the most important thing that unfortunately force on force comes later in a training session for most people, and it should be first because every day you walk out the door, you walk into the world's biggest force on force experiment. Exactly right. Yeah. So. Very good point. Very good point. Okay, now it's time for Stump the Brian. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, we play Stump the Lawyer on this show. Andrew would appreciate that game. Um, <laughs> you're in Vegas at a concert. You've taken uh, a nephew or a niece. It's a gun-free zone, but you're not going to let them go by yourself themselves. And so you're there. You are in a completely defensive posture. You don't have a firearm with you. You couldn't return fire if you wanted to. How would you have engaged this threat or or evaded this threat? And how do you teach people how to deal with those kinds of circumstances? Um, We teach people, much like our ancestors used to do, to gather some intel before they walk into a place. So you need to look and see where your exits will be. Um, that's regular exits and what I like to call emergency exits, ones that usually aren't authorized. Um, you also want to look and see if there's cover and concealment. Um, in the civilian world, concealment works almost as well as cover. If people can't see you, they don't tend to shoot at you. Um, we're going to have a discussion, the nephew and I, before we get into the concert. We're going to set up a rally point, someplace that we'd meet if we got separated. Uh, we're going to have some way to communicate, um, whether that's by cell phone or text message. Uh, back and forth, so we know where to go if you get separated. Uh, in my class, I teach a thing called the conga line. So if you have somebody who's not used to this, what they do is they grab the back of your belt and they put your head on your on your shoulders, and wherever you go, they follow. And especially with children, this keeps their head down so they don't have to see what's going on around them at the same time. So you can actually shield them and protect them, but make them move in a useful manner towards some place that may get you safe. Uh, the moment something like this kicks off, you cannot dither. You have got to get in action. And if you make a plan when you get there that I'm going to go this way and this is a, a, a good area for me to go to and that provides concealment or cover, you're going to be much quicker to react to this. Um, once we get to the concert, we've got to make sure that we're wearing good shoes, uh, yeah. that we have a, stuff that we can move in and move well, 
and that we have everything with us that we need. Uh, and of course, most importantly, if the worst came to worst, we need good medical training uh, so that you know we could help somebody, not only just tourniquets, but if we had a chest wound or we could stabilize somebody, once we get them away from the venue, we have to know how to stabilize them and get them in a position where they could get help because we don't know how long help will be in this situation. Uh, it's probably going to be better if we can move them someplace quickly instead of wait for help coming to us. So basically my answer is have a really good plan in advance and think about it. Um, we have survival skills that are already ours. Our ancestors made great decisions. That's why we're here. And if we will just pay attention and, and pay attention to the environment that we're in and what we can do instead of what may happen to us, uh, we're going to move with action. We're going to move with a clarity, and we're going to move towards a solution as quickly as we can. The thing we teach in our class is adaptive, creative thinking. Sometimes the initial solution is not right, so you have to quickly disregard it, move to the next thing. Um, also, with with a dependent, you could carry some sort of backpack with some sort of soft or hard armor in it um, that would allow them to be shielded as they're moving on your back in the conga line. It would give them a little little protection. Um, it's a horrible thing that we have to think about these things, but we already have the skills because human beings have had these skills for generations, and we know how to survive. We just have to start paying attention and put our phones down and look around and think what's important and how can I protect the people I love. And also on the other side of that is somebody loves you, so you deserve to come home too. So you need to take the time to make these decisions just like you tell a child before you cross the street. Look both ways. You enter a new environment. You say, there's my exit. There's my cover. If it was a fire, I move this way. If, something, uh, if there's an active killer, I move this way. If there's a medical emergency and I need to get my nephew out of here, here's how I go. And it's going to give you a great sense of action because you've already made the decision and you don't have to search for an answer during the crisis and face a possible freeze. Yeah, it's, a, it's exactly, exactly right, Brian. We, we, uh, we, we've talked about it on here. I I went to Europe last summer, and you know I couldn't take a, couldn't take a pistol with me, couldn't take a rifle. We did some little country hopping over there and couldn't do it. Did my little risk assessment, my internal, and, I, and we went with the defensive posture. I took for the for the for the for the wife for the daughter, uh, the the backpacks, and we put the the tiny little the you know the the eight and a half by fourteen the, or the ten by fourteen little ballistic panel in the back of the backpack. But it looks that's the one that's the one that looks like the. Dry uh, erase like, like a dry erase board. So we, yeah. we put some math problems on it, taped a, a dry erase marker to it. We went from country to country. They all looked at it and went, oh, look, they're helping the kid with the math problem. I had the uh, the bottle opener that said Roma, you know, on it, you know, inside the pocket. So I could take that out. And if I had to. So we just we went defensive and we, and we did what we had to do. Um, uh, Brian, listen again. Uh, it's the complete combatant.com, correct? The complete, the complete combatant.com. We're, we're running up against the clock here. I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to continue to talk to you. We'll talk to you again uh, very soon. And folks, check it out. The complete combatant.com. Brian, thank you for joining us on the program. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly, and we'll see you next hour. If you're not ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. 
See more at Caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago, deputy chief cook and bottle washer. Hey, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. On my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, listen, uh, I just want to get to everybody real quickly. We, If you're just tuning in for this hour, if you're uh, you know, one of the affiliates and you're only picking up second hour or you, you, were, you were with us and you were listening, we had Mr. Brian Hill on from The Complete Combatant, The Complete Combatant out of uh, Metro uh Atlanta, Marietta, Georgia, yeah, up there. He is, uh, as, you, as Kevin said, graciously donating a slot in his class, upcoming class in uh, two weeks, November 4th, 5th time frame. Right. And uh, you, you can go on to our Facebook page right now and see it. By the end of the weekend, you'll be able to see it on our webpage. Or, of course, just link right over, jump over to the Complete Combatant Program. You can see what the program is. Get a hold of us. If you're interested in going to the program, reach out to us on the Facebook page or go to the armsroomradio.com. It tells you how to get a hold of us and say, Mark, I want to go. What am I going to do? Earl, I want to go. Kevin, how old really are you? You know, just, just go ahead and give us the questions and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll help you out if we can. We, 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 we want to we see you succeed. Well, I, I you I, you guys might. I'm gonna sabotage him. I want to go. You want to go? All right. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Just gotta buy Kevin beer, and he said he'll take you. Remember? I would, if oh, except for right. the fact that I got this whole thing I gotta do. Mm, but you know what I may do? Family stuff. I, you know what? 
that head is so perfectly round. I bet I could gl- stick my Gro- GoPro on top of his noggin and record <laughs> the entire event. You said GoPro there. I thought you had some sort of a new yeah, device there. I didn't know what was going on. It's it's a, just, Kevin's it's got a, the GoPro. It's, yeah. a, it's a GoPro. The GoPro. But it's uh, it's linked to my phone, so I can I can be in the waiting room oh, watching it on my video right. uh, with my with my brand new giant cell phone that looks like a tv tray <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i don't know why i have to get this you know because yeah. you're old and blind yeah, i'm not yeah. that blind yeah right right it's like carrying well, a monitor around with you it, that's yeah, what yeah. it feels like it feels yeah. like it came with a i thought it was a shield because of the strap on the back <laughs> of it and it's not it's supposed to for me to hang on to so i can and then i thought well maybe it's a tv tray and i can <laughs> eat off of it uh don't forget, check us out, armsroomradio.com. You can watch us there live, or listen to us there live, three to five. Actually, we was talking to the, the, the people, the higher-ups, the suits. They were, you know, why don't we do some video? Why don't we do some some live video? So, of us? I, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah. Of all of us. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you could do this. You can, uh, you could zoom in. You can, uh, you could, you could, you could have one person on. You could have the other. I was like, oh, listen, this all sounds uh, pretty, pretty technical to me so so uh, I, if you can I write this down with a crayon on some uh, on some cardboard i need, a, I need me know to, how this works i need to know that day because uh, earl's got to help me put my spanks on <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah hey i paid extra only... for that and you lost that bet did you see our president this week uh, probably this, this guy just continues to impress me just when i think there's you know what he's 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 reached the zenith of your appeal. Yeah, yeah. He he says this week, you know what? Uh, I'm going to release all of the remaining documents in the Kennedy assassination files. <laughs> <laughs> There's you now this was back in '92. It was the Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act, and it put a deadline on it of 25 years. Now up until this point, they'd been releasing our, our government little bits, little pieces, but it was mostly either partially or totally redacted kind of stuff, you know, and. This it's this Thursday coming up. Where is the deadline? It's the 25th year deadline where they have to uh, release it, which will be what's that? 55, 54 years since the assassination, uh, where they say here, here we go. This has to be released. Yeah, and there I are was people. In China. <laughs> there are people scurrying around D.C. trying to make a case for why not to release these documents. Going mad this week, <laughs> the CIA being one of them. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, and he's like, uh, yeah, mom, mom, mother, mommy, mom, <laughs> mother, mommy, mother. Yeah. There's there's currently 3,100 unrevealed files that have been gone out, and that has a that's actually you know you know like a file folders with tens of thousands of documents in them. In addition to that, there's an additional 30,000 uh, documents that have either been partially or or, or, or completely redacted that they're also going to be releasing. You know what they're thinking? Where's Fawn? Maybe we can get her to make the copies of this thing. She uses a special copy machine that goes... So, yeah, he just said, no, I'm going to release him. We're going to release him. And then I guess the White House came back and said, listen, there's going to have to be a government agency that comes forward with urgent pressing issues why they can't be released. And I got to tell you, listen... 54 years after the assassination or 50 years after the investigation into it, you know, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to, for a reason why these things still have to be. Well, I know. think the idea was that anybody who could have been involved in it would have been dead right. long by old age. Right. Yeah. So if there's some guy in a oxygen tent somewhere in the reaches of Virginia 
and his lawyer's going, no, 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 he's he's still alive. You can't you can't disclose it. That I'd believe, but otherwise, you know, turn him loose. Let's find out. Yeah, I, I think one of the I'm one curious. Of the, oh, oh, so am I. So am I. I think one of the uh, the biggest points that I saw in there was to answer the question whether this was not that he acted alone, but whether he had influence. Was the influence was this at the direction of others? Uh, I, I believe our government's been pretty straightforward, uh, according to them. Uh, 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 you know, according to them, is was yeah. this uh, was yeah. there was there the second shooter? Was there the uh, the third shooter? Uh, you know, that's that's. If I don't think that's in the files, folks. That's I'm, that's not going to be the bombshell that uh, that's coming out. The bombshell is was he directed by the mafia? Was he directed by the Cubans? Was he directed by well, who, you know the who, uh, who did Jack Ruby work for? Yeah, exactly kind those of kind of, kind of questions. And if, if they're the releasing ones. redacted files, they're, they're still not really releasing anything no, anyway. No, they're gonna, so. they'll be unredacted. Oh. The ones that were previously redacted, they will now be releasing oh, unredacted. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I misunderstood yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, no no worries. Good clarification, a good clarification. Yeah, so this is going to be data dump. And and even so, I mean, you're talking about so many records that people are so used to digital nowadays. They're saying, we think that the files won't contain this. What? What do you mean you don't know? You know you, how, do you not, how do we not know what's in there? How do we know... 25 years in advance that this day is coming and the Tuesday before they're supposed to come out, you're like, we should look. We should see if there's <laughs> anything in there that shouldn't be in there. Well, it was classified and you weren't allowed to read it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And if you've read it, then you had to hang yourself. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, listen, the classifying source, he's dead now, so we can't we can't un, uh, unclassify them. It, well, did, so. you know, that that is actually an accurate description <laughs> of, of how the government works. That's where, that actually is that how it works. If the classifying agency classified it and that person that had the rating didn't declassify it. Yeah, it's going to take a committee or the president. And he obviously said, do it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, hey, listen, uh, stick around. We've got Dr. John Adeen coming up next. We're going to talk about uh, some combat medicine, basically, some combat medicine and how to, how to protect yourself. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Geltech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. 
Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT Training Pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program, dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Hey, please welcome back to the program, very good friend of the program. In fact, he is the chief surgeon of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back Dr. John Nadine. Hey, everybody. How are we doing? We're doing good, sir. How are you doing today? Thank you, thank you, for, thank you for joining us on Saturday. You know, and, and uh, We appreciate you coming on. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing just fine. Did a, went out and did a nice bike ride this yeah, morning. I was going to say, rounds he and, should be tired. I've been watching him. Yeah, that's like 20-mile bike rides. Was this with your groper yeah, cam? No. You were watching him? Yeah, it's my groper cam. Yeah, yes. You're a weird guy. Because I got a tough backside, so I can get away with that. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, the seat on his bicycle looks like a John Deere tractor. That's just not going too far. No, it's not quite that wide. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dr. John, we, we haven't uh, had you on since we talked about, or since, I, I don't think we have, since the Las Vegas shooting. If we have, I, I apologize. I get, I, get, I get some. No, we uh, haven't. Actually, it was at GRPC was the last time I was okay. with you guys. Okay. It was actually that weekend. It was, it was the night of, the yeah. night before, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it, it started to hit us. You know, listen, we've talked about uh, we've talked about slide fares. We've talked about, you know, uh, the different stocks. We've talked about the legislation. Uh, we talked briefly about it uh, with how to prevent, how to, how to how yourself to keep you from being in this type of situation, how to defend yourself. We did it a little bit last hour with our guest Brian Hill, but we we haven't covered yet how to care for yourself with with the uh, you know call it the trauma first aid or combat medicine or whatever you want to however you want to refer to it. We we said well you know what this is the perfect opportunity. Let's talk to Doctor John about what things you can do to to help yourself if you find yourself in this type of situation. Right. Well, the first thing is you have to remember anytime you're caught in a situation. All you have is what you have on you. Right. You're not going to be able to go run to your car and get your super-duper trauma kit. Okay, It's not likely that you're going to be able to do that. So you have to carry something on your person. And uh, what I do is I have a, an ankle-mounted uh, trauma kit. Uh, I mean, I can get into the brand. It's made, it's made by Safer Faster Defense. And what it does is it's a, it's an ankle cuff that has multiple pockets in it okay and in that i carry uh, a tourniquet i carry a an israeli bandage i carry some quick clot gauze i carry two chest seals i have a uh, a hook for opening clothes and i carry a small flashlight uh, and also i carry a pair of of nitrile gloves so i don't get blood all over my hands the, uh, um, the the flashlight very important because if this happens at night, all of that stuff in that kit's pretty useless. Right. Yeah, it's hard you to put a chest seal on a sucking on. chest wound in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're exactly well right. practiced. So it's nice to have a flashlight, and some might even add something like a, a, a sharpie or something like that, where you can mark people right. when you put a tourniquet on them. Although you know it's probably going to sweat off. You, it's just that's one of those things where that's probably the least important thing at that point. You can, you know, use blood and draw it on their forehead. That's the way I learned it. I was just going to say, I'm sure that's the way you learned it and the way I learned it. You you put a blood with a T on the forehead. You know, uh, I'm thinking about this. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry a Dr. John. That's a great idea. He's a a cool guy to hang out with, too. Like my buddy Bob Main says, he says, I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop. That's, that's well, it. you're not carrying a first aid kit because you can't carry a doctor. I'm 265 pounds. There's no <laughs> way you're carrying me very far. <laughs> um, Dr. John, one of the things you said that you, you carry there, the Israeli bandage. What's the Israeli bandage, for those that don't know? It's, it's a bandage that basically has a built-in ace wrap so that you can, it's a pressure bandage. Right. Um, so it works real, real well. It's got uh, kind of little clips that you can clip it. Uh, and, uh, but it's, it's a, you know, it's absorbent and it's pretty good size. Uh, the quick clot gauze is for penetrating wounds where you got bleeding and you can just 
basically stuff that down the hole to try to, you know, and that has a clotting agent that helps to stop the bleeding. Um, chest seals, of course, are for sucking chest wounds, right. and you get to because you got an entrance and may have an exit wound. Yep, front um, and back. Yep, and then a t- the tourniquet is probably the most uh, useful thing, though, because without a, you know, if you have an arterial bleed without a tourniquet, you're going to have a hard time applying direct pressure um, and elevating and all these first aid things that they talk about um, and still dial the phone to call 911 or the, you know, I mean, it's, it's a hands-free device, basically. It, and it is pain. hard to hold a limb elevated and apply sufficient pressure. It, right. it, those two things simultaneously without the use of the ground is a difficult thing to accomplish. Yeah, and listen, exactly if you're if you're so. talking about a situation with more than one casualty, listen, if you, you know, God forbid, it's something like uh, Las Vegas. You, you, you're the guy with the skills. You don't want to be the guy holding, you know, sitting there holding the pressure on it and, and trying to you keep it from move bleeding. To, you got to move. You got to move. Yeah, you got to move the patient. You got uh, you know, a hundred other people that are wounded laying there. You know, even if it's just a car accident, there's a couple. You don't want to. You know, you got to do your got to do your triage. Got to you know, got to right, and, and you got to get to a place where there's some cover so you're not, you know, hanging out in the breeze. Yeah, bullet you know, magnet. Got to be able to. Yeah, you don't want to be. Yeah, you you want to get be able to get somewhere where the bullets aren't still raining down on you. It doesn't do any good to uh, to be a bullet magnet and uh, you know end up getting holes in yourself. And frankly, I carry this for me. Now, if I if I need to use it for somebody else, that's fine. But I carry mine for me in case I get hit. Right. That I can take care of my own wounds <laughs> right. before I can you know help somebody else. So this um, is your individual first aid kit. Right. Right, and I carry it on my ankle. You know, I was carrying a gun rights policy conference with my suit on. Yeah, never yep. even noticed, did we? No, no. And this is there. listen. This is again. If you're wearing pants, you're lucky enough to you know uh, be wearing pants, and you, you wear it to like an ankle holster. That's your little ankle kit. If you're wearing you know shorts, this is this fits right into the cargo pocket. This is not some giant you know combat lifesaver bag, full medic bag, wow. e- EMT kit. This is j- just like you said. It's a you know it's a little wrap around with the little pockets on it. It's not even like a it's not even like carrying a holster. It's not as thick as as a gun, you know, next to your leg. Right. So, and the other thing that we got to remember is not only do you need to have the stuff, but you need to know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got to have the knowledge. Thing. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, right now it's interesting how the trauma first aid courses are filling up. Right. Because th- this has woken up a lot of people. This thing. Uh, um, here in Texas, we have uh, Texas Law Shield, and they, they, uh, they're they doing some training classes right now. There was one uh, for the 30th. That thing's already full. They've opened up another one on the 31st. So you can see how th- this stuff is going to, you know, people are, are kind of waking up because of this, uh, you know, this travesty of, uh, of evil that happened in Las Vegas. So, you know, out of every evil thing, you know, sometimes good things do happen. So maybe this is something that's a good thing that's coming out of that. People are starting to get a little bit smart. And you and I both know that we're more likely to use our first aid kit on a daily life, in our daily life, than uh, using our firearm. Oh, yeah. I tell people all the time, you use your first aid kit 10 times yeah. more often than you ever put your hand on your pistol. It's, it's exactly right. It's, it's just. The, the opportunities for you to help somebody with a first aid kit are exponentially greater than helping somebody with a firearm. Right. And, and this is my little kit. And, you know, of course, my big kit's in my car in a fishing tackle box, basically. Right. And I've got, you know, lots more stuff, including IV fluids and, you know, needles and things like that. 
those are things that really work. You know, you need to, you know, doing decomp needles, you need to have training in that. You need to know where to put the needle so you can, you know, if you've got to do a decompression of somebody's chest or whatever, you need to know where to go. Uh, without doing harm, you certainly yeah. don't want to put it in the uh, you know subclavian artery or something like that. That would yeah, be a bad thing. Yeah, you'll get you'll get it'll get in your eye. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a little squirt. You get an eye. Oops. Yeah, well, there's, again, there's, you know, you don't there is no more satisfying here. feeling in the world than having somebody reinflate your lung after a pneumothorax. Take my word for yeah. it. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, when they're turning blue and their trachea is shifted to the side because they're. Um, you know, they're, they're, the pneumothorax is compressing their heart and their, their uh, lung, uh, and you uh, equalize that pressure. It's like the weight of the elephant was just let off their chest. And it, that's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what it feels like, that the yep. elephant stood yep. on you and they did a yep. handstand and then moved exactly to one right. leg. So, so these are all very important things that, that we need to know, but education is key. That's Just it. like everything else that we deal with, you know, we we, all, we have to have a a baseline amount of knowledge. Uh, we have to understand a little anatomy. We have to, you know, know that yes, we can put a tourniquet on somebody's leg and leave it up for a long time, even like a day if you have to. That, they've done that in the in the military. Uh, there's been countless countless episodes of that. Actually, Doctor John, thank you for joining us. Thank you, folks. Get out there, find yourself a first aid class, do what you have to do, get yourself prepared. Follow Doctor John at dr. G-O.us. That's D-R-G-O.us. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Sergeant Robert C. Rudd died on October 14, 1967, serving during the Vietnam War. Rudd, 21, of Dallas, Texas, was assigned to Charlie Company, 1st Recon Battalion, 1st Marine Division, 3rd Marine Amphibious Force. He was killed in action in Phu Ban of the Thoi Thanh Province, Republic of South Vietnam. In mid-October of 1967, the 1st Recon Battalion was conducting frequent patrols in the upper Song Bu Lu River Valley and the Ho Hiep Mountains. Both areas were within the 2nd Battalion, 7th Marine Area of Responsibility. On the 14th of October, Patrol War Cloud from Charlie Company, 1st Recon, had a heavy contact with 20 or more VC and prepared positions. After a 10-hour fight, a reaction force from Hotel 27 reached an extracted war cloud, which had two Marines killed, including Sergeant Rudd and three others wounded. Marine Sergeant Robert C. Rudd, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issues for which you are looking for assistance, please don't hesitate to give me a call. 407-480-2179. Check us out at Max Orlando or reach me by cell at 407-467-4960. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment. Uh, folks, if there's anyone you know that you want to hear in the Fallen Hero segment, just reach out to us at armsroomradio.com, and it would be our, our honor to, uh, to to profile them in, in the segment. Kevin, there's a couple of uh, laws, uh, background checks you and I have been talking about. Uh, there's some issues that have come up. There's a study. Uh, if, if you recall, uh, Kevin, uh, Earl, and, and folks, when we were talking about uh, uh, Sandy Hook with the background checks and everything. Oh, my goodness. We, remember, universal background checks. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Earl, what's a universal background check? What's the difference between a universal background check and a regular background check? Uh, the word universal? That's right. Remember, on a universal background check, you, they see if you can possess the firearm on another planet. If, oh, there's that's any, right. if there's any uh, any other restrictions in the universe. Keep in mind that, that in a non-oxygen environment, conventional firearms will not be functional. Going to have to go to a plasma rifle in a 40-watt range. Well, they just, would, hey, just what you see in the counter. Yeah, they, they would make good little propellants. You could you could use one to propel yourself. If you're in a zero-gravity environment. If you're in a zero-gravity environment, yes. But you also need a little bit of oxygen or you're going to get um, a detonation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to explode, <laughs> not so much burn. Colo- burn is good. Explode, not so much. Yeah, yeah, not so much. Exploding bad. Exploding bad. Colorado's strict gun background check laws aren't working. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, no. I don't know if you knew this or not. I don't know if you knew this. Is. Uh, Colorado's strict gun background check laws have little effect, study says. Colorado's strict gun background check laws, about three years ago, they were passed. And new research says... They're, you know, they're, they're no, no better than what they had before. Researchers at John Hopkins and the University of California, Davis, UCD. Now, this is amazing. Earlier, we had the story from Chicago. Remember from one of those 
oh, guns are bad, guns are bad places. And it said, uh, well, maybe not so much. And now we have another story coming to you from the University of California where guns are bad, guns are bad, and they're telling us, well, maybe not so much. Do you think there might be hmm. possibility that real researchers are, are infiltrating these, these behind enemy lines locations and writing the real truth and getting them published in those environments against the will of the uh, snowflakes? We it could be. You yeah, listen. We, they're so busy out hope. doing nothing that uh, somebody is able has to sit there and and do something. So this is researchers from John Hopkins and University of California Davis teamed up to see if people are com- complying with Colorado's laws. Their conclusion is there's virtually no effect, <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Hmm. The data show background checks didn't significantly increase since Colorado passed stricter laws. Now let me let me be clear on this. Colorado had background checks before the Sandy Hook event. Colorado had background checks before this law went into advance. What Colorado got suckered into, remember they had the magazine capacity law was one of the ones. Yes. They also got suckered into the universal background checks. They fell for it. And again, I don't know the difference between a universal background check and a regular background check, but we're going to keep going. I told you. It's that long word. It's true. You're right. You're right. Study found a modest increase in background checks in private party sales, but almost no change in gun show sales. Now, again, let's just step out here for a second and let's go over this with everyone. Folks, when you go to a gun show, the people that are selling guns at gun show, for the most part, 90, 95% are dealers. I'd, they, say, I'd say 98%. There you go. Uh, go ahead, say it. Uh, 98%. There you go. Um, and you, you have the majority of them there, 98% is what our belief is, are already <laughs> dealers. <laughs> They're already dealers. They have to abide by the law. This is not just one of those, well, you know what, I'm stepping out of my facility where I normally house my gun store, and I'm going to ignore the law from this point forward. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Everything's cool. I don't, you I'm going to step through the loophole <laughs> so and they, not comply with federal yeah. law. When they come to check my records, I'm going to say, no, no, I was at the gun show. Didn't, don't you know about the loophole? No, not how it works. You know what they're going to say? <laughs> we do. Yeah, let me show you about <laughs> the loophole. Let me show you how we close the loophole <laughs> with these handcuffs. <laughs> so you have to take a background check. Now, Kevin, this is something that you and I talk about all the time, and I know we, we, we share with no, everybody we out there. No, we We don't talk. We, we I, I shout, and then I grunt. Private citizens can sell firearms at a gun show. Yes, they can. Why, why, Kevin? How could how could private citizens sell their property? Well, there's this thing called the commerce clause. <laughs> it's it's it sort of lets you sell what you own to someone who wants to buy it. Folks, when you when you buy a car, and then you decide later on I don't want this car anymore, are you required to go back to the dealer you bought it from and sell it to them, or have them sell it for you, uh, and only give you as much money as they want? No, no, because you can sell it to whomever you wish. You're the owner of the property. Now, with the firearm, under law, you have to make sure that they're not a convicted felon. They're over the proper age. And if you don't if you don't know the person and you don't know they're a convicted felon, I mean know them. Not not go, oh, look at Earl. He looks like a good guy. He probably doesn't have any felonies. No, that doesn't cut it. If you don't know the guy and you want to make sure they don't have a they don't have a felony on their record, you walk into a gun store and you go, I'd like to do a background check on this guy. There's provisions in place to do that background yeah. check. Uh, you know, but, I don't but let me tell you something. If you get worried that the person you're about to sell your farm to might be shady, don't. Yeah. Don't, don't sell it to him. Don't sell yeah. it. Don't sell it to him. You know what? He can't make you sell it to him. Right. You know what? There's nothing more satisfying in the world than going, no, you know what? I don't I don't 
really like your attitude. I don't think I want to sell you this gun. Thank you. And walk away. <laughs> and watch the guy lose his mind. Yep. I'll tell you. What's quick, wrong with my attitude? A quick way to do this without having to go to a, you know, find a dealer and do a background check. Do you have a concealed weapons permit? Do you have a, do you have an identification card? Do you have a carry Why, yes, permit? Yes, I do. Could I see that? Could sure. I snap a photo with my phone? That way, in eight years from now, if it comes up, where did, where did this gun go? And you decided you you legally sold it to somebody else, and it got down the road, and they come back to you, and they want to know where it went. You went, oh, listen, I sold it to a guy with the, uh, with the you know, a he had a valid A lot of facial license. tattoos yeah, yeah, at yeah, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, gun show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sold it through the fence at the prison. Is that wrong? Is that yeah. wrong? Yeah, that's, the, that's not you want to, what you want to do. But that was always available. So them mandating that you had to go do this, they saw no increase. No, no increase Didn't in help. And doing and doing this background check, you know, because you know what gun owners are for the most part, legal gun owners. You know what legal gun owners are? Uh, law-abiding citizens. Responsible, law-abiding mm-hmm. citizens. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Uh, the study did not reach a definitive conclusion as to why background checks didn't jump. Well, we don't need to tell you that. We just did. You know, the study doesn't have to tell you. We just told you. Reach re- researchers, and this is where they go. They go awry here. Suggested little enforcement and calls from pro-gun organizations to ignore the law may have contributed to the findings. No, it's because. There was no need for this ridiculous law to begin with. This was not something that was required. Well, we need a universal background check because people go through the go, they go through the loophole. So their answer is, the reason we haven't seen an increase in these calls is because everybody's breaking the law now. That, but, that, that's everybody's ignoring the law and they're just not complying. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. It's 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 absolutely not. And you and I understand this, and everybody else understands this, and this is just. You know, folks, if you're a responsible gun owner, you're a law-abiding gun owner, you, you know what you're doing. You're not just tossing your gun to some, uh, you know, hoodlum on the corner because he offered you 40 bucks for it. You're that's you're not that guy. Universal background checks. Here's what they want when they want universal background checks. They want felons that are feloniously possessing firearms to go get a background check before they deliver it to another felon for 40 bucks. That's what they want with universal background checks. Guess what felons don't do? Care about the law? Exactly. <laughs> I meet them hence, all the time. Hence the word felon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's oh, it drives it drives me nuts. And and the people of Colorado now are realizing how much money was wasted, how much time was wasted in putting these into effect. So it's crazy. Um, hey, listen, uh, we got we got a little more program to go. Join us back. We got a great little story about mm, things you shouldn't do when you have guns. Another one of those kind of stories. So stick around. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and here we are at the last segment of the program. We always end up here at the last segment of the program. If we if we didn't end up here, there'd be something pretty catastrophic. Well, I guess <laughs> no matter where we ended, it'd be the last segment. This is the yeah, last yeah. scheduled segment of yeah, the program. You're always afraid. Well, I, you're not always afraid. I'm always afraid that there are going to be some people that walk in here and go, we are from The Hague. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, he was probably thinking FCC. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> no, actually, he was right. Uh, I know, I know. I, I, I said it, though, and he started I, to sweat. I, 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 I immediately grabbed here. my eyebrows and tried to think of how to answer them in Belgian. Yeah, which, which so language that, should I go with? Yes, I'm going to speak French, or am I <laughs> speak German, or am I speak Dutch? When I tell them I don't speak whatever they're asking me to speak in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Earl, do you have any, uh, you know, life lessons that you pass on to, you know, people, people that, that work for you, coworkers, you know, your son, your, your, your children, well, your, there's your some, spouse? There's some conversations you can't have with your own son. I mean, there, there are, there are things that you need to teach your nephews and, and friends, your, your, the, the male children of your friends that they, as their father can't have a conversation with. I, I know. Earl has, has experienced this. I've had to have this conversation with my nephew. 
Uh, did you have this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious what conversation you guys are talking about now. Uh, well, <laughs> the, the fact that if you're married right. and you have a bunch of firearms, right. you do not invite a stripper to live in your house. This is one of life's <laughs> lessons right here. This is one of life's lessons <laughs> that you should whoa, know whoa, whoa. before... <laughs> No, actually, actually, the lesson is the lesson is, and we said this is a joke, okay? Just as a disclaimer, is if you give a stripper money for drugs, she's not coming back. That's no, that's that's the that's the joke we used to tell to our old producer, and we would tell him that we were going to tell his sons that story, and he would be completely mortified, just and, absolutely, and he would turn pale. She's would definitely turn white. not bringing back change. Yeah, yeah, she's. Yeah, it's, it's man has guns stolen after he lets stripper move in with him. Here's my favorite part, and his wife. This wasn't just with him. This wasn't just oh look here's a, and here's a stripper. I'm going to move in with him. It and wasn't his wife. one of his daughters. <laughs> An Indiana man who had over a dozen firearms worth roughly ten thousand dollars, or at least he told the insurance not, company nice that. collection. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll say <laughs> a dozen. <laughs> wow, that's what he told the insurance company anyway. Stolen from his House had his ur- has an urgent message for gun owners: Don't let strippers in your home. Yeah, because you know what they stripped <laughs> his house. They stripped his house of guns. Uh, you know what this guy this guy uh, deserves to have his name put on the air. This this guy Billy Swaggerty said last winter a woman he knew slightly. <laughs> yeah, slightly. <laughs> Honest dear, I've never given her singles before. Uh, appeared at his. Front Is that door. how you play strippers? Yeah, that's at a. Appeared at his front door in Kokomo without a coat, asking if he had an extra bedroom, despite his wife's objection. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm thinking? So, wife gave him gave her the guns oh and said, "Go God. buy yourself somewhere to live." Yeah. This guy has it, he's 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 paying his stupid tax. Yeah. You you know how Forrest Gump had everything go right for him? Yeah, this guy is this, <laughs> this, guy, this is bizarre. This is the this is the anti Gump. This is the anti Gump. And I put her in the bedroom with the safes, and it came back and bit me. The fact is, she was a stripper, is what we found out. We didn't know that she was a stripper. When she shows up at the door with no coat on, just I don't wearing think he meant she was naked. Outfit. I think it was cold outside. Oh, uh, it was cold yeah. outside. Yeah. Swaggy recalled, I put her in the bedroom with the safes, and it came back and bit him. Did, okay, were the safes open? What is this guy doing? Yeah. Well, the war this? after his wife gave her the combination and goes, take all the guns, but get out. Uh, he says, I probably had three twenty-two rifles, two shotguns, numerous pistols, an SKS, which is 7.62 millimeter. Oh, he's right there. An AK-74, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the benefit of the doubt that the media quoted this wrong. An AK-74, which is 5.54 millimeter. It's actually 5.45. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an AR-15, which he got for Christmas, which is 5.56 millimeter. So, Kevin... Let me ask you this from another uh, insurance standpoint. I probably had these rifles, but they were definitely worth three uh, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> probably had these ones, but they're definitely I'll, worth ten thousand dollars. That's what I'm trying. I'm sitting here doing the math. Okay, three twenty twos, two well, they shotguns. Were, so we're up to five. Numerous pistols. Let's go three. SKS. Oh no no no! If it's gonna be ten grand, I'm gonna say that I had <laughs> I had serial number one yeah, of right. every HK ever made. Right, right, yeah. I had serial numbers one through five of the AMT Hardballer autographed by Arnold Schwarzenegger uh-huh. from the movie Terminator. Uh-huh. Okay, all the stunt guns, all and, non-firing. And the 
plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. Hey, hey, no, no, only, it wasn't, on, it wasn't the on the shelf. Yeah. It wasn't on the shelf. Um, yeah. On May 3rd, Swaggerty returned home only to find his back door had been kicked in and his safes and the guns in them, some of them assault style rifles, had been stolen. What kind of safes are these guys? Is this guy got? Well, I, well and why does his door kicked in if she lived there? Well, maybe, maybe they came looking for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had a she had a debt to pay. You know, she had it. Yeah. yeah, she needed somebody wanted to have a conversation with her. You know? Haggerty discovered tire track. Oh, it's Haggerty. Is it Haggerty or Swag- Swaggerty? Swaggerty discovered tire tracks in his side yard after the theft, commenting, "It wasn't just her." And they better brought a truck because they didn't put them in a car. Now he's now he's a detective. <laughs> he's, he wasn't a detective before he knew and, and, she and, was a stripper. But now she let, now let he's me, a detective. Uh, let everybody know that uh, you know you're reading this verbatim. It's not yeah, this, you know it's, it's, very it's, grammatical it's, errors. It's, it's, it's not how goofy you talk. <laughs> it's how goofy Mr. Haggerty Swaggerty talks. <laughs> Swaggerty said ruefully. Be careful what you tell. Keep it to yourself. Don't be bragging about how many guns you got. Be careful what. Be careful who you let into your house, and make sure you buy a quality safe. And that's another thing. Don't let strippers in your house. You know what? He needs to be an adjunct professor professor at a community college. Can we, yeah. Oh yeah, boy. He, yeah. he really does. They, oh, this God. guy's got some life lessons to share. <laughs> Swaggerty, who has the name of the person suspected of buying the stolen guns, oh God, please let it be Destiny. <laughs> please let it be Destiny. Said sadly. Great, now Earl's peed. <laughs> Word is that she went to her drug dealer and sold my guns for $450. Aww. And you know what she didn't do? Bring back the change. <laughs> My worst fear is one of my guns is going to kill a child. Well, that, first you know off, what? Mr. Swaggerty, I can tell you right now. That doesn't need to be your worst fear. <laughs> yeah. Your worst fear is you're going to go to yeah. sleep and wake up with an imprint of a frying pan on the side of your head. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, Kevin, do you think he could get a regular divorce attorney now, or he's going to have to get some sort of specialized, I let a stripper live in my house divorce attorney? Or That's hazard duty pay, right? I, I think his, his best bet is to just move into their basement and just leave his money on the steps when he goes downstairs at night. Just <laughs> give her whatever she wants. Because if they, you know what? Divorces aren't in front of juries anymore. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the judges just look at him and go, look, there's a limit to how much I can tax this guy for being stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make him sell blood and come over to your house and change your cat litter twice a week and take out your garbage. In addition to alimony. This guy needs to go in the basement, build a dog house. And move into it. And, and move into it. And while he's not building a dog house, dig. Because no matter what this guy does, he's digging the hole deeper. Every yeah, time this guy opens yeah. his mouth, there's just something something worse coming out of here. He knows her name. I bet you. Well, maybe it was like uh, Mercedes. It was, it was no, no, was no. no. Destiny or no, Mercedes. No, no. She's Portia. a. T- this is a Tiffany. Portia. A Tiffany. This oh. is a Tiffany. Oh, you just this... oh, you just went down on him, Dare. I. That's just, was a Tiffany. That's definitely. Tiffany. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Yeah. So um, one of those life's lessons, uh, folks. Uh, don't let strippers move in with you if you have guns and uh, a, wife. a wife. A wife. It's yeah. yeah. one of those yeah. things. You should uh, you should always remember you have a wife, 
Don't let a stripper move in. You know what? You know I what? Should, uh, I, I think whose wife we're gonna call? Let's call one of the wives and put them on the air before we got a we got about a minute left of program here. Let's let's see if any of our wives would say it's okay to have a stripper <laughs> move into the house with us that we slightly know. Nobody slightly nobody know. moves into my house unless she picks them. <laughs> and, and believe me, yeah. I've been a foster parent a lot of times. Right, okay? right, yeah. I don't make. But ever to a stripper? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> to your knowledge. Not to not my to knowledge. knowledge. Earl, any, any uh, slightly known strippers moving to your home? No. No. All right. Folks, listen, um, we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, hopefully we get uh, we find out what happened with Mr. Swaggerty and his guns and Mercedes, or Tiffany, I'm sorry. But until next week, please... Exercise some common sense, and, uh, and, and, and and please, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next week. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.